You may or may not have noticed that I've been absent a little bit this week. It happens every so often, and I can't really explain (laughs) why I get inconsistent, but I think I'm the the monkey brain's idea of a quality podcast's nightmare because (laughs) I don't batch record and I don't record on a content-based schedule. If you have other podcasts that you listen to that are not hosted by an ADHD brain, you may notice that they're very consistent and they have their ideas sort of roll through the types of things they talk about on a really regular, consistent clip. And then there's me. (laughs) And so today, inspired by the fact that I was struggling, we're going to talk about how to take messy action. You know, what to do for yourself if you were sort of stuck in a rut like I was. Let's dig into that. A wise person once said, everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid. Well, fish, quit trying to climb trees while getting advice from well-intentioned monkeys. It's time to jump in the water and learn how to swim with the current of your life. I'm Joy, a professional organizer, mom of four, and fellow fish brain. If you're looking for a place to get understanding, encouragement, and ideas for your home that actually fit how your brain thinks, then I'm glad you're here. Let's ditch the type A advice and embrace what makes our brains and our homes unique. Together, we can have a joy-loving home. If you are newer to the podcast, I hope you listen to the intro because I tend to refer to things like monkey brains and fish brains a lot. And I know I will be speaking about that on this particular podcast. But as I was reflecting on how to get our particular types of brains to take that messy action, I was sort of leaning into this fact that if I had a monkey brain or I often hear from monkey brain type people who are giving me advice in how my business is going because I will periodically check in with groups that I'm in and have interviewed a couple of coaches trying to find a fit to help steer me in the right direction with how things are going. But I will get comments like, well, you just need to batch record or get your recording on a schedule. I know logically to a monkey brain that makes a whole lot of sense because my cons for doing things the way I do them is that I am unreliable to my listeners. I have a lot of times where my numbers will dip because I'll go on these little moments of silence. They never have lasted longer than two weeks, but it happens from time to time. It makes it tough for sponsorships. I I have the one great sponsorship I had with Magic Mind and happily they're renewing me thanks to you all. But they like to hear what I say ahead of time. So I have to submit it to them, get it improved before I can upload it. I literally record and upload within minutes. The only distance between hitting record and hitting upload for me is the time I take to edit. And (laughs) by edit, it's literally usually me taking out the heavy breaths that I will tend to take and um, some ums, although I don't think it's the worst thing in the world to hear ums. It's funny listening to myself while I'm editing. I use and a whole lot. (laughs) I'm sure you all have noticed that as well. So I try to pull some of those out. So it's not so much and droning on. I'm digressing here, but 
those are cons. I mean, those those are the things that a monkey brain would say to fix. So how am I even seeing a pro into this sort of messy action that I even take? Because this podcast wouldn't exist. My business wouldn't exist if I felt the need to get it exactly right according to somebody's plan, somebody's pathway, somebody's check off list of what you have to have to have a successful podcast. None of this would exist if I felt compelled to follow it because I would freeze and I would not do anything. And I prefer to have this messy podcast out here in which the pros are, you know, I'm authentic. (laughs) Like, you know, If I'm not feeling it, I won't hit record because then it feels fake and forced to me. When I've hit record, it's because an idea jumps into my head and I want to make sure I get it out there to you before I lose it because I feel like I know you're enough like me that there's value in something that I've figured out for myself or that I'm at least experimenting with for myself that I'm like, hey, maybe it's worth a try for you as well. I'm willing to embrace this messy action over no action at all, mostly because of the messages I receive back from you all. I, a little insider commentary on the next time you're looking at podcast reviews, but we are in groups and we can reach out and say, hey, I'll do a review swap if you'll swap with me to try and boost our reviews because that's what gets our notice up and our attention up and our feed being suggested. That's why at the end when I ask you like, hey, it would be a huge gift to me if you would, if you're actually enjoying this podcast to leave me a rating and review is because I want those reviews from you. I will go on and read about other podcasts and I can almost always tell when it's sort of a canned response that was clearly a review swap versus somebody who actually listens and cares to say this one meant a lot to me. I'm going to review it. If you go back looking through my reviews, there are three at the beginning. If you go all the way, all the way back, when I was in my class on learning how to podcast and we had to do review swaps with the people who were in our small group. So I did reviews on theirs, they did reviews on mine. Since those first three, the reviews are you guys reaching towards me and wanting to take the time to comment. Which for me is huge because I know with our brains, the extra step it takes to pick up our phone, figure out where that review thing is, take the time to write it and post it versus I'm out walking, I'm out driving. Hey, I love her. I'd love to give her a review. I'll do that later. The later never comes. And I get that. There's no harm, no foul. Some of you are never going to do that. And that's okay. But you'll send me an email. I got two emails this week from people saying, hey, oh my gosh, I just found your podcast and saying to me what it means to them. And I, that is why I'm willing to take messy action because results that aren't measured in metrics are worth it. (laughs) They're so worth it because my goal is if I help one person not feel ashamed of their home or feel like they're broken and something's wrong with them because they can't figure out how to do it the way they're told to do it, or they have some sort of missing something because of the way they grew up, or they're afraid they're going to harm their kids because their kids are never going to learn routine. And 
you know, they're growing up in chaos. If I can make any one person feel better about that, then taking messy action was worth it. And so to me, those are pros that so heavily outweigh the cons that don't fit a checklist correctly. And I'll stand by that every time. And so if you're looking around and you, you're frustrated because you can't get yourself to take action because well, I don't want to do it unless I can do it right. Or I don't want to do it unless I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm doing it in the right order or the right way. Get rid of all of those thoughts. Take the messy action. Because as fish brains, we're not like monkey brains where we can see to the top of the tree and go, there's the end goal. I will know I got there when I get to the top and I see 17 branches between where I'm standing and the top of that tree. And I know there's 17 linear steps that I'm going to take. And when I get to the top, I can celebrate because I did it correctly. You're a fish. You are in a rushing body of twisting, turning water that you can't even see what the end goal is. You don't know what's around the corner, so you don't know your next step. And oh, by the way, you might be swimming upstream against a whole lot of stuff that you're dealing with. So you taking any form of, of messy action is a victory and it's worth it. And the reason I know it works is, and I'm gonna give a shout out to a lady in my free podcast group. Her name is Madonna. Hey, Madonna. <laughs> she will periodically post for us her donations pile that is waiting on the front porch to be picked up. She's got a weekly pickup by a charity that comes through and picks it up. And she has been doing this since December of 2022. And she keeps a log on her phone of how many things she's getting rid of. Now, she recently has had some major surgeries. She has to rest when she gets tired. She has to do things that are within her physical ability to do. So sometimes it's digital clutter. Sometimes it's paperwork. Sometimes it's house goods. Sometimes it's clothing. It's anywhere that she is in the moment and decides, I don't want this or need this. And she moves it off to donation. Folks, I'm going to get this number right and Madonna can correct me and I can come on to the next podcast. But her number of things she has donated is in the tens of thousands. You might go, seriously, how could she have that many things? Oh no, she's got... I don't know how she counts them. Count them in a way, there's no rules here. If it's, I am going to toss out this bag of 144 M&Ms and you want to count it as 144 things you just moved out of your house, do it. If you got through a stack of paperwork that was 500 pages, you just remove 500 items from your home. Count it. For her, she doesn't know the end goal. She doesn't know when she's going to be done purging. She doesn't do this by specific room and then go, oh, that room is done. Now let me move to the next room. She doesn't do it by category. She's done it differently every single time she's posted. In the fall, she did it like a scavenger hunt where she got rid of items that were fall colors. Another time, there was another category. I can't remember all of them, but it's working for her because she's not creating rules around it that have to be followed and checklists that have to be checked off. And her messy action is working because she can feel the difference. She says she's purging for peace. She is seeing a change in her home, not a specific room, 
not in a specific way she can even describe, but it feels airier. It feels lighter. It feels less stressful. And she's dubbed herself the purging princess. <laughs> and Madonna, if I didn't like alliteration so much, I would call you the purging queen because you absolutely deserve that title. But she's been an inspiration to us. And I love that she's in the group. And I love that she's sharing her journey. And if you're wanting some other encouragement and some other accountability and somebody to share your journey with who isn't going to judge, I'd love to have you join us in there as well. I'll put the link in the show notes, but you go to bit.ly slash joylivinghomecommunity. It's completely free. It's 800 of us <laughs> plus going through this journey of trying to make our homes just better, more peaceful, more joy-filled. And I hope that that type of messy action is worth it to you if you'll just give it a try. I know, I know it'll be worth it to you. So just do one thing today. Look around. If you've been avoiding tackling a space because you're not sure you're going to do it right, walk through and take out one thing you know you definitely want to get rid of. If that's trash, throw it away. It's done. If it's a donation, take it out and put it in the trunk of your car. If you're lucky enough like Madonna where they'll pick it up, then get on a schedule like that and challenge yourself that each week when they're going to roll through and pick up the next batch that you'll have some stuff on the front porch waiting for them. It doesn't have to be in a certain category. It doesn't have to be from a specific room. It's just taking messy action and rest when you need to rest. And don't stress about being inconsistent because we've all been there and it's okay. You just pick it back up again later. I'm going to stop there, but until next time, I hope you continue to choose joy.